All right. Welcome, listeners, to Talk About Take Me Out. The episode number is five. And the start <laughs> is good. Uh, this is uh, this is a great beginning. I my name is Mickey Overman. I am here with Patrick Spicer and Nathan Darcy Roberts. How are you guys doing? Very good. Hello. Very good. All right. Uh, we're gonna talk about Take Me Out, guys. That's what this is, and uh, I'm very excited because uh, this is a good episode. I think. What do you guys think? Very strong. I think it's a good episode. I also would invite the listeners to listen back to every episode and see what we think. I, I reckon at the beginning of every episode, we say it's a good episode. Okay. No, so, there's one episode where we were like, oh, it wasn't that yeah, good. Yeah, there was one. Did we say that though? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. If so, not explicitly through our tone. Yeah. We are... Right. Dragging our feet. Honest to a floor. So I want you to eat your words. Okay. Eat them. Yum, yum. Well, I'm very excited. <laughs> Words are notoriously delicious. <laughs> when they come out of our mouth, this pretty. Okay. Um, pretty mouth. <laughs> pretty ass. Guys. Yeah. I'm leading. Don't stop me. Okay. Now. That's a queen quote. Uh, first person out is Rob. Oh, uh, uh. Yeah, I had a take on the cold open. Yeah, I want to make okay. it. Okay, my, my take first of the bat is one of the contestants, I'm not... Shoot me, I can't remember her name, but she takes Patty aside, complains about not having a date. Alison! Alison, yeah. Alison, Alison says... This uh, is a good point. I actually. haven't had a date. I uh, Scylla would have done a better job in reference to the 1990s uh, dating show Blind Date. And I thought, the fuck do you think you are? Mm. How dare you? Mm. How- oh, I didn't get that actually, because I don't know who that is. Yes, yeah, so it's like, it's really big. It's kind of what this... Take Me Out is like almost like a reimagining. It's the spiritual successor of that show. <gasps> no, it date- isn't. <laughs> it's nothing like It is a spiritual It's a dating show. There are loads of it's dating shows. It's an ITV one, like big primetime dating show. Both dating shows. Like, do you think there will be blood as the spiritual successor to Aladdin? Yes. <laughs> no, but like, um, name me a, a, a dating show as big as uh, Take in Me the, Out. Dating in the Dark. Survi- Not as big as Survivor. this. Survivor. Not as big as this. Fuck, man. Do you guys see Dating in the Dark? We should be doing a podcast about that show. That show was crazy. Like, it's just people fingering each other in a dark room. They only sometimes did that. When I see that, I'll go fabric. All right. Nice. Let's go fabric. <laughs> okay, guys. This will be the end of the podcast. We're all going to fabric. Each podcast ends five minutes in with us going to fabric. So, okay. Oh, you know, what? actually, it's good that you brought up Alison because I think what was really important to mention there is that uh, they uh, they ousted Danny from the from the edge. Mm. So we all know who Danny is. Obviously, she is the incredibly beautiful um, edge lord. Uh, who gets picked as love at first light constantly. Total and show. one of our theories is that it's because she's on the edge and that is sort of what catches the eye. And I think maybe Take Me Out knows that mm. because all of a sudden Alison is like, hey lads, I'm not really getting a date. And then they put her, they swap her, swap says, and put her on the edge. So we test, is it proximity or is it beauty? Yeah. Yeah, the ultimate test or is of it dating. Both? Well, we'll find out at the end of the episode. Or is it, or is it neither? Nice. Yeah, we'll, those are all the we'll options. We'll get some kind of answer. Um, so also, really, straight uh, at the top, um, uh, Paddy came out and called himself Beyonce McGuinness, which I thought was great. I thought that would ignite a long-standing feud between him and Solange. 
I think that's why he felt the need to say that. Oh. Or at least Beyonce's father, who was very strict about uh, his his children's brand. That's true. I thought it would be more like uh, uh, <laughs> Paddy would be because uh, it's an uh, there's an elevator. You thought he was going to beat up Jay Z in it? Yeah. Of course, sometimes shit goes down when there's I just a thought, billion dollars in the elevator. Yeah, I thought Beyonce. Haters. You said Solange. I was like, there's a lift. There's probably a link there that I can make. And uh, let's face it, I didn't make it. Yeah, you found out the hard yeah. way. There wasn't. Uh, <laughs> yeah, comedy's like a big abyss, and we just hope we're going to land. And yeah. often, Mickey ends up in the abyss. Yeah. And I'm but, there to catch her. But she climbs straight out of the abyss. Yeah, yeah and then and I say, that was right abysmal. Back. And back in. Right back. Yeah, there we are. <laughs> Short, stay out. Home is where you hang your hat. Abyss uh, is where you tell your jokes. Yeah. But, <laughs> That's, that's a good quote. Okay, so Very Rob good. comes out, right? Rob smashing it right away. He is a dancer. Rob is banging. He's so hot. <laughs> yeah. I wrote down my note. Wrote down in my notes. Uh, this guy fucks. Yes, yeah. he does. He totally fucks. I don't even know why he needs this show except to, you know, like say, hey, I have these great skills and I want to show them off, which he totally should. He could easily pay the bills with those skills. When he came out and all the lights got turned off, I couldn't believe it. Oh, wait. No lights got turned off. (laughs) What? (laughs) That was crazy. It blew my mind. Everybody loved him. Squirt emojis. Yeah. And I used Microsoft Word, so I had to get JPEGs and put those in (laughs) one by one. Yeah. It was a real ordeal. I I had to express how I felt. I write my notes out and still squirt emojis. I drew them all very, very detailed. Yeah. Like, it's really gross. They're like Victorian etchings. Yeah, and then I squirted on them. Like, it is. Yeah, that is grotesque. Uh, Please close your notes. (laughs) I just, I had a wank. That's what I just did. I wanked. Yeah. (laughs) Both me and Patrick jazzed in our notes. And we watched the episode together. I was very uncomfortable. <laughs> I was just sitting there. Like, it's, um, it's unfortunately the only way we can get off at this point. Yeah. You know who, who I liked? Uh, Vanessa, who said, look at that butt. Oh my God. She I think Vanessa it. said that. She did? She went, look at that butt. Yeah, she did. That's a verbatim quote. She said, look at that butt. That is verbatim, yeah. Mm. What are you saying verbatim for? Mm. I don't know. It's verbatim, right? It's verbatim. Yes! I Just think I, foreigner one. I verbatim have been saying it that way my entire life. London well, are zero. Are you now flashing back to every time you've ever used that oh! word? <laughs> but the time? I do feel qualified room. for this job. Um, anyway, it was a verbatim quote. Yeah, it was verbatim, yeah. Look at that butt. That's what she said. And she said it like that. It was amazing. I loved it. That was fine. Maxine said that... Um, that he that woke up parts of her body that she thought were long dead. And I yeah. assume yeah. that she was referring to her She vagina. also jazzed in her pants. Yeah, her pussy was previously a ghost and now it's back, baby. Like, Jesus! Woo, yeah, that buddy. pussy risen. Yeah, it and was I'm, amazing. Yeah, that's great news for Maxine. Because and, a death uh, in the family can really destroy... <laughs> <laughs> well, love she, life. But also, I think, uh, to the grieving process and trauma will make you a stronger, better human being. Yeah. So I think now she's ready. Okay. <laughs> well, Maxine. He's going to put the erection there you in that go. resurrection. Oh, sexy. Two points. Well, it's not. It's not, it, Look, then he does just. It's it's all just very impressive. Like his VT is very impressive. Like he even looks at after the VT. He kind of just looks like he kind of nods like smashed it. Like and he yeah. did everything. And then he does his skills and it's just dancing and impressive karate or whatever it is. Yeah. And he's, dan- he's danced with like amazing people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, his first... I don't remember his first video. I just wrote down, knows famous people, has bike. He has a motorbike, which should be lame. Uh, But he kind of nails it. 
Why is that lame? Girls like that. Motorbikes are kind of lame, I think. Yeah, well, it's very like can't get four wheels. It's very like what an eighties, like eighties bad boy. Yeah, like, would have. Yeah, yeah. like yeah, I thought he was gonna bust out. He has a motorcycle. If you're gonna like, <gasps> <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> Mickey's excitement for the eighties. Always making a vomit. For the listener, Mickey is vomiting up the side of the table. No, because you were referring to St. Elmo's fire yeah. and I was very excited about it. <laughs> wow, that was a pleasure to witness. Uh, Remember when we all watched St. Elmo's fire? That was like with, um, was it, is it Rob Lowe? Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe, Rob Lowe yeah. with the saxophone. Rob Lowe plays a sexy saxophonist. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so anyway, he gets, okay. So I, I, I think there's not much to say about Rob except for the fact that he's just smashing it all through his entire, and then what's really nice is uh, he, uh, there's two girls left, Kim, I don't remember who the other girl was. You don't need to because Naomi. it's all about Kim. It's all about Kim. And Kim is a very sweet, uh, sweet woman um, she, and she kind of has been overlooked for most of the competition and last week uh, there was yeah, a Yeah, we never got eyes. to know her. Yeah, we didn't get to know her and also like, I think it's, I saw in her eyes that she, it started to get to her a little bit. Mm. Started to get to her and she seemed genuinely like really excited by him as you would be and like a little bit starstruck, a little bit like uh, yeah. flustered because at one point uh, she says, it would be really nice to go to Paris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's really strange. I've got this like thing about me where like I've always liked wanted to go to Paris and yeah. maybe a week ago and have mm. a long time. Yeah, I'm like, oh, you poor sweet girl. You she don't said, know what's happening. She said it seems extraordinary to say, but I've always wanted to go to Paris. <laughs> like that's an absolutely normal desire. Lots of people want to go. It's a very popular tourist destination. That's totally normal. It's not like, like I know it's a bit weird, but I'd love to go to Bahrain. Yeah, I know it sounds would... weird, but I'd love to put both of my arms into my arms. But look, we're, guys, we're burying, we're burying the lead. Uh, yeah, Kim, that's weird. Guys, we're burying the lead because what happens is he picks her, and not just that, she was his love at first light. Mm. Genuinely beautiful. It was amazing. Yeah. This is a real love story. This is like before midnight. It's beautiful in which... Before Midnight, yeah, the which, third one. Yeah, in which we fully explore the hardships of being in a long-term relationship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in Greece. Yeah. That's what I thought The about. bit when these two... I think uh, this is Paddy more like Before Sunset. in the back seat of the car falling asleep gently and they were just talking about how difficult it is to raise children. <laughs> I was like, these two, maybe they'll make it. And there's a protracted scene where Kim is topless and talking about how much uh, jealous she is. I genuinely yeah. think it's Before Sunset because a lot is going unsaid, but the sexual tension is palpable. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I was it. Yeah. I palped it myself. All right, so yeah, absolute, absolute smasher. This was such a good beginning. This was just, it was wonderful. I can't wait for that date. Yes. Yeah, I'm very next excited. Week. I very think we're going to see him smash. The first date. We're going to see full penetration. That's my prediction for next week. We're yeah. going to do predictions now. Uh, my prediction, full pen. My prediction <laughs> is that will be in the opening frame of the show. <laughs> so before they've even done the introductory music. Oh, it goes da 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 da. And then it's just. A before d- that. Oh, yeah. it comes live. live. Yeah. The, it, it's the end of the advert being like, uh, get your Domino's pizza. And then it goes. It's just full a pen. Going straight into a vagina. Yeah. Like you just see like shot of butt. Butt. Balls, yeah, smashing yeah. pigs. It's the happy ending we would all like to see. I think <laughs> happy beginning. We watched that for quite a while. Yeah, <laughs> and then the episode starts. And yeah, Patty we're just goes, we're just we're just watching porn. Oh, uh, maybe we just watch porn. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So uh, the first date that we get is um, is Scott and Dan. So Scott was the model slash jumper from last week, and your villain from last week, and my villain from last week, the villain of the piece, and uh, and Dan uh, was the girl who just wanted to go to Fernando's. Now it is. Not a good day. I wrote no chemistry, lol. 
Yeah, yeah I, I had, I thought it was a likey against all the odds because they was it a likey see... in the end? It was a likey. What? But I wrote a... no chance. So boring. Yeah, I wrote yeah, Scott I is in love. You poor, you poor blind boy. She's gonna ditch your bald ass. <laughs> I just think she was really just happy to have a good time. He does a catwalk on the day. He's like, watch this. You got. I can't do that. Oh, yeah. He said my favorite thing in the history of Take Me Out, which is I was so intrigued to tell her more about myself. <laughs> yeah. I was so intrigued by what things I would present. <laughs> yeah, that is not, that's not intrigue. That is yeah. just narcissism. I like how he walked uh, for her. Like, I, when I was dating, I'd always do that. I'd present my mobility. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Look at you this. think it's about presenting mobility? Yeah, I'd put my hands in the air. Yeah. You I'd just try, did I'd it. I'd sort of open and close my fists. Like I'm it. recovering from a car accident. I was like, yeah. look, I could do it. You jump onto the nearest post box, <laughs> look down. I'd hold like a ball between my legs for a period of time. <laughs> I like that. I like to imagine that on his catwalks, he's constantly jumping. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's the producer of the show is just like, you have to stop doing that. Like it's 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 called a catwalk. Like it's not. Yeah. For the last. <laughs> and, he's just like, and he's just like, watch this though. <laughs> Yeah, but you ever yeah. see a cat jump? But then he jumped so <laughs> high that the catwalk director was like, mm, okay, that's pretty good. <laughs> you can keep doing that. Yeah, everybody's like, I'll buy those pants. Damn, that boy can bounce. <laughs> yeah, it's they get another date. They, they didn't. They, there's they no never way met up again. Day. No. Well, she's like 30 and he's like 23. Yeah. Which is 42 in junkie years. So, <laughs> the next... Uh, the next... Oh, I love this guy. Okay, next guy out, Ryan from, and he screamed, Lester. <laughs> Lester! He really screamed it. Yeah, he really screamed Lester. You could see the girl's eyes going wide. Like, okay, buddy. Yeah. We're all from somewhere. But he was from Lester. He was properly, he was as from Lester as it's possible to be. He comes out, I wrote great entrance, then Shads, you seem a bit unbalanced. <laughs> yeah. Shads sees everyone. She, she sees straight through them yeah. into what they're hiding. If you look into Shads' eyes, you'll see how you're going to die. Yeah. yeah. And it's always at her hands. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I think Ryan looks like a uh, 13-year-old boy with gigantism. He looks like he's just made a wish on the I think that's the hat, because he was wearing a cap. It's the cap. He was wearing a little cap. He was wearing a cap, which was very Pokemon. It was very Pokemon. It had a little propeller on the top. Yeah, Yeah, a little propeller. It took off at one point. It might as well. (laughs) (laughs) But just the cap? He said who he was. He's a big boy. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) No! He was doing all right up until in his VT, it said that he had changed his name, Ryan, to Prince Ryan. Yeah, the girls hated that. They hated that. One girl... Who, by the way, she, she so she was like one of she's like one of the new girls. I think her name is Shanine. She uh she like she was like mm, acting like Prince Charming should be enough. You don't need to change the name. Like she was like really cutting. Yeah, she did not yeah. care for it one bit. Yeah, Shanine... but she was so cutting. It's like okay. Yeah, but he needed to know. It's a stupid fucking decision. Yeah, okay, it's a stupid cutting. fucking decision. But he's a young boy and he clearly just thought it was funny. Yeah, and now he's encountering consequences. Okay, but I often tell a joke that people don't think is funny, and then you yeah, know. you end up with your fucking ass at the bottom of the abyss, and you learn <laughs> yeah. consequences. And Janine standing over me, being like, "Yeah," but genuinely, like she's quite mean. Like she wears pink on Wednesdays. Like it's properly, properly mean. What do you mean by that? It's a reference to something. Scarface. Ah, yeah. yes. He's going to make him an offer he can't refuse. <laughs> He's wearing I a pink ribbon when it's I don't uh, want this. You <laughs> both know what this is in reference to. And don't, don't it, do that. Is um, Herbie fully loaded? Or a different Lindsay Lohan movie? Mm, I don't is like this. Is it milk? I don't want this. Gus Van Sant's milk? Harvey no, it's not milk? Gus Van Sant's milk. 
Uh, I think it's milk. Okay. Well, it's milk. clearly a reference to Regina George. <laughs> Not enough. <laughs> in Mean Girls. Yeah. Uh, the thing is, I think, well, I think is, this, I this is this is the premiere telling. of Mean Girls, by the way. But let's move on. I went to the second screening of Mean Girls. It was poorly attended. Uh, <laughs> Where is everybody? Those girls are too mean. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I'm going to go see Good Girls. Yeah, the sophomore screening. It was humiliating. Did you say sophomore? Sophomore. What is with you guys? Why can't sophomore. you pronounce words? Sophomore. Ah. I'm foreign and I am better at pronouncing words than you are. Where are you from? <laughs> yeah, but where are you from? From. from. Mm. Bit. Oh. That's a bit. That's a bit. That's a bit. That's a bit. Write that down. That's, 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 that's a take. That's, that's, that's another that's podcast. Um, no, but I think it's telling about how stupid it was for him to change his name to Prince. Because this is a show where we've seen a man permanently tattoo uh, a, the picture of his nan dressed up as a gangster. And we were less appalled than the, the one by this man's name change. And to a lesser extent, hat. There's two girls, right, that he gets to, that he has like a like a choice between. It's Amy, who has like real mum vibes. Yeah. And then it's... Um, oh, yeah. It's Ashley. She is Ashley, is that her name? No, not Ashley. Alicia. Alicia is great. Yeah, this was the stupidest choice of all She's time. like really cool and like... Oh, this is tragic. They both have like a blind dog. Like they have a lot in common. But it flusters. It's the kind of thing where like something is so obvious, and because it's seen so obvious, like no, it can't be right. And he, I think he just flusters and just fucking does a hard right turn and picks the wrong person, and he knows it's the wrong person. So the yeah. second he says a name, you can see his eyes just flash like fuck. No, yeah. I think he knows. I think he knows what he's doing because he's like a silly, goofy little boy man. So he doesn't. He doesn't want to pick the obviously he attractive one. He picks Amy, who's clearly much older, and she said something like very committee and like needy and like taking care of each other type thing. Yeah, so she said, "I'll take your like, surname." Said, "I'll take your surname." She, he just wants to rest his head in her lap and fall gently to sleep. He has an Oedipal complex. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Again, another prediction for next week. I think he's gonna fuck Amy and then stab out his eyes. <laughs> stab out his own eyes. Yeah, and probably murder his own father. <laughs> Who is Paddy? Represented by the dog. I think he's going to kill his dog. He's going to fuck Amy. I thought Amy. he was represented by Paddy. Oh, just... yeah, he's going to murder Paddy. Yeah. Well, he's going to try to. Yeah. And he's going to fuck him He's up. kind of all the girl's daddy. I think he's all of our father. He'll try and kill Paddy and then Shads will high kick him off the stage. But it was crazy because yeah. it turned out that his love <laughs> at first light was Alicia. So he made a mistake. Yeah, yeah. so weird. Oh, I didn't this like this at all. boy is just and stumbling through life. He has no <laughs> idea what he's doing. And, and he's being propelled into the wrong direction <laughs> by his little cat propeller. <laughs> Alicia had a great answer to his question as well because he asked. He said, I changed my name for some reason. What would you change your names to? She said, I changed my name to Google because I'm everything you've been searching for. That pissed me off. Google is a search engine. You don't Google Google. Oh, have you never Googled Google? You use Google uh, to search. I'm... Googling Google. I have a virus. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he said in his, uh, his after little, little like, uh, you know, when they always have like the reaction of the, to the day. And he said uh, he picked Amy because uh, I do like nice teeth. No, he said, um, he said, nice gnashes on it. He said that verbatim. No. <laughs> he did not say that verbatim. He, he said, did. I do like nice teeth. Nice I gnashes down. on it. I like nice teeth. Nathan, this is two against one. You're a madman. Yeah. I'm going to play the clip. Cancelled. Don't play the clip. Just believe. I need to know. Like in the Prince of Egypt. Don't find out now. We don't have time. All right. I'll find it later. Uh, okay. Okay. 
um, this is just a bit where I'm editing in uh, from later when I'm when I'm uh, editing. So uh, me and Patrick were right. Okay, let's go back to the episode now. <laughs> this is just a bit I'm going to add in later in the episode when we edit back in. Patrick has um, a great taste. Um. So <laughs> I'm lip. <laughs> Are you watching your back right now? You dickwad. I think it's a nice dude. Yeah, yeah of course it's nice. I was going to say, oh, she's got nice gnashes. Yeah, nashes <laughs> sounds exactly like something that you would write down. Yeah, that is like, like did project. Oh, like, I can't believe you wrote nashes. I like teeth and luster. <laughs> <laughs> then we go, oh, okay. Well, we go, can we just get over this real quick over this date? Because it's Rosie and Archie. And Archie, of course, is the strong man from last week. Uh, Rosie was his one light on uh, date. And it, it's just... She's so not attracted to him. It's heartbreaking. Archie is a fucking machine. He makes it, it does make it difficult. Like he's just obsessed with food. Yeah. Let me see him. He's looking over some woman's shoulder while she's uh, grilling up some steak. Yeah. And she brands it with a brand that says Fernando's, which uh, I think you're branded with if you have to leave alone. (laughs) That's your punishment. No likey. Well, they don't get to go to Fernando's, but they're branded. No, you. you, you, Oh, if they go on the day. Oh, got you. So you carry that shame with you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So do you think that they did it to. Oh, no, he went on the date. The guy with the tattoo on his back of the um, Nan, who was also a villain. No, because he had had a good day. He had a successful day with Christina. Right in the face. (laughs) Right on the Nan's fucking face. (laughs) Fernando's. Yeah. It could only improve the tattoo. I put the Nan in Fernando's. And I won't take her back. <laughs> okay, fifty million. Just took us one week to get there. Okay, it's just it's just really sad. She clearly isn't into him. He's just eating eggs. It's not it's not great. Oh, she sort of described him as squashed. I think she really threw him under the bus, which he then dragged down the street. <laughs> very good. Thank you. That Cheers. is a marvelous observation. Thank you. Thanks very much. Um, g- guys, but after Rosie and Archie's date, we do get a great guy. He comes on. Okay, guy number three. His name's... Okay, so he comes... No, I should say it like this. He comes on. He comes down the lift and he's sort of slick looking. Like a bit... Like he looks kind of like a like a lounge singer. He's got a white... Yeah. He's got a white um, a blazer on. And it's one of those people where you're like, what's happening right now? And then you think he's not going to get any... And then it turns out he's Irish. And it's a whiteout because they love it. He's got real Johnny Bravo vibes. He kind of looks like... Um, he does have Johnny Bravo. Yeah, like a, like a dark-haired Johnny Bravo. Yeah, he looks like an Elvis impersonator, but has only heard one Elvis song. <laughs> yeah. I don't know much about him, but I think it's this. Yeah, yeah. and I think he dresses in white. Not sure how. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. This guy definitely works on a cruise, but it's not clear in what capacity. He's, egg a, boy. he's a singer. He's a lounge <laughs> he's singer. <laughs> he throws eggs at the crowd from he, the stage. He guards the egg. He dresses like a lounge singer, and then he also... It turns out he was in a boy band. Yeah, failed boy band. A failed boy band, which was in his VT. Yeah, he was in Radiohead. (laughs) (laughs) He wants to call it Radio Egg. And they're like, no, you need to get out of here. (laughs) Gotta stop adding in egg stuff. (laughs) I need this riff to make me edit. Too many riffs. But he's um, awful, like, but this guy is awful because he does uh, his. He gets two love at first lights, which is a. Re- oh yeah, that a was stupid crazy. Stupid decision. I Why think that's banging. That? That's, if I was on the show, I would write down thirty names. <laughs> <laughs> it's greedy. Greedy is it. Cover your bases. You've said before that you would just write down one name and it's Paddy. 
Yeah, I'd put Praddy in brackets after 30 names. So I'd you... be walking up to all the... Because I can't read all the names. I'd be walking up and be like, what's that? Oh, <laughs> Chloe. Get glasses. Jane. And then at the end, when they show the love, they have to read them all out and everyone's so frustrated because they know what's coming. <laughs> and they don't edit it out. It sounds like very bad television. <laughs> well, next week is going to start with a penis entering a vagina. So my episode's going to be... Also, I have my... It's going to go viral. It had some of my... <laughs> They had my favorite Farah moment in the episode. We don't get enough Farah. We get a lot of shads usually, but Farah is so great. great. And she said, I don't know if you're from Wales or Ireland. It's like Ireland. It's been (laughs) discussed. I don't know if you're from Wales or Ireland, but I still want to go. Where? (laughs) I don't know if you're Irish or from Scandinavia (laughs) or if you live in my house. (laughs) (laughs) it's just it's always so confused about what's happening right now like patty's like literally dragging the camera away from her just being like we can't we can't deal with this right now and it's always slightly offensive yeah but a very sweet way yeah no in a great in a in a wonderful way but it's just fantastic i just love her i think she's i think she's so he's a bodyguard he's a bodyguard and he says he looked after muhammad ali very impressive everyone's very impressed he says he looked after beyonce very impressive everyone's very impressed he says he looked after bill clinton a couple of people buzz (laughs) out (laughs) some people are like clinton crooked clinton they are they're like no Pizzagate QAnon out yeah. I think it was more like they were all just Team Monica cause, and Team mm. Hillary because on this both Team Monica and Team just because like this program is all about like celebrating women and you think Clint, Hillary Clinton does that yeah I think Hillary Clinton is a woman then why did she leak her emails you think a woman can't do that <laughs> a woman can't email <laughs> women don't have emails I've heard of females nice but um what uh? What else? I've heard of hot males. Yeah, go on. <laughs> <laughs> Very cheeky. <laughs> um, um, <laughs> shads, shads, shads. Um, shads for the first time in history, I assume, offers a car from Dublin boo boo status. <gasps> She's like, no, Paddy's booboo status. Yeah, but that is big. Uh, yeah, that is yeah, big. yeah. That is Paddy also gets booboo status, but that's Paddy's kind of ironic booboo status. Mm. Just like she knows he's not actually pitching for the love of. of it's Paddy like McGinnis, it's like the Academy Awards of the of Take Me Out. Yeah, that's best picture. Yeah, that's best picture. Yeah. Booboo status. Who's the booboo? Yeah. He is Green Book. Man, I'm so excited for when <laughs> Chance goes on a date with Green Book. Yeah. Oh, it's gonna be very problematic. This is but he doesn't boo-boo. pick her. What? Thank God, actually, because denied. It would be really, it would be really bad if, if, uh, if we lost her. She is a, she's very important, I think, to the program. She's a national treasure. Mm. She's forbidden from finding love. He picks between Danielle <laughs> versus, and Rachel. They're, they're both very unmemorable. Yeah, pretty boring. Nothing to say there. Except that uh, Rachel uh, has only ever dated Johns in the past. And she is sick of Johns. Yeah, she's really calling them out. Yeah. But then again, there is the... The way I read it was that there were Johns in the prostitute sense. Oh, she's like sick of being a, a prostitute. Well, she's dated out. her pimps. 
No, Johns are what you call customers if you're a prostitute. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I gotta go see this John. So I'm, I'm Dutch, so we don't need any of this code. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're very transparent. <laughs> I'm gonna go see my client, who is a man who's gonna fuck me for money. Yeah. <laughs> and when I'm gonna go and uh, pay for sex. Buy <laughs> <laughs> <By> that. <laughs> don't, don't. Okay. You know how much that hurts my feelings when you do a really offensive accent like that. This, this is what I hear when you speak. Oh no. <laughs> I, that's my impression of you. I hear Patrick, that as well. how was it? Yeah, similar to You're that. the teacher from Charlie Brown. Mm. Oh, thank you. I loved your performance in okay. Charlie Brown. Yeah. yeah, you were fucking banging in that, man. Oh. No, but I do. I did, that's She's dated a lot of Johns. She doesn't want to date John Lithgow anymore. It's time to move on to a Carl. John Lithgow, John Leguizamo. All John he did Lennon. was talk about fucking. John Travolta. Ice Age. <laughs> John Leguizamo is famous for Ice Age. Yeah. He's like, when I first read the script to Ice Age, he's like, I get it. You're yeah. in Ice Age and Ice Age 2 and Ice Age 3. Move mm. on. Yeah. yeah. I wonder what he did think when he first read the script. What Do you think he just this? took it on spec? They just said you're going to be in like an animated movie. Do you no, want to do he's it? He's always wanted to play a sloth. Right. Mm. I read, I owned the you Criterion own? of Ice Age and uh, he does a director's commentary. And he says, I got into acting. Well, he started in stand-up. He was a stand-up first. He got mm-hmm. into stand-up because he knew that he could segue and go around about interacting to eventually play a sloth. Right. And then he got the script to Ice Age. He, he, the deal was finalised. Uh, he saw the film and was like, oh, I didn't actually know what a sloth was. I thought it was something different. Stop, stop it. Stop this. <laughs> it started nowhere. It's going nowhere. It will end nowhere. And then I think this it was the, bad riff. The, the Criterion copy of Ice Age 2. Yeah, I'm done. Mickey, wow. what did you think about that? Nathan's riff just then. That was one of the worst things I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. It was like so, watching your stand-up, but worse. Yeah. And Mickey's you see my act? Yeah. I hate it. Mickey often sits in on proceedings at The Hague. So she yeah, does some I, bad stuff. I was a fucking improviser on the improv team with the fucking guys standing at the back. I'm like, no, tag the, in, tag the, it, yes and. First like, rule is yes we'll and. The second in. rule is if someone's really blowing it, <laughs> get them to stop yeah. fast. Yeah. Or you're out of the team. Tap out. Bitch. I'm it's going either tag solo. in or tap out. I'm Zane yeah. Malikin. Welcome to Take Me Out, Take <laughs> Take Me Out, the Nathan Darcy Roberts edition, where we get a little bit blue. <laughs> Hot males, anyone? Are you going to do the after dark of this podcast? <laughs> you're like, uh, you're like Tepmo the gossip. <laughs> so let's imagine what Rob's dick looks ultimately <laughs> doomed. <laughs> talk about talk about Take Me Out, the night edition. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's where you talk about the podcast. We're Mickey and Patrick Lillay. Man, here comes a great riff. I get shut down, unprovoked. All right, let's, yeah, let's move on. Let's move on. Uh, what at the end? So he gets a date with Rachel, who's a little bit Italian. I don't know what that means. And uh, what I liked about the end was that the one as they were like doing their triumphant walk up, he carries her, which first of all is very dirty dancing, and I loved it. And then Alicia, one of the girls, just gave him like a very sarcastic like thumbs up, like yeah, <laughs> okay, we get it, yeah. we get it. Good luck. Good luck. I think it's good Take to her. demonstrate strength. I know you do. <laughs> Stop yeah. hitting people. <laughs> what I would do if I was one of the girls and as they're walking away and I feel like I've been jilted is I would hold up a giant bolt <laughs> just to show my incredible trap strength. Like Atlas. <laughs> yeah. Guys, I'm going to blow through. Everyone else is clapping and I'm just there with my big fucking fold. Okay, no one can... Un- you've, you've reached a sort of register that only dogs can hear now. <laughs> uh, I'm going to blow through these two dates uh well, the first date's quite quick, because it's boring. 
So uh, it's Adam and Amy Lee. Adam is the toy uh, designer slash disco in his kitchen uh, party holder. And it's Amy Lee who is much too good for him. Yeah. And she's basically just, she's being a really good date. But they're, I don't know, they're both quite low-key people, I think. And it's a liking in the end. I don't think they ever met up again. There's just, they make cocktails. Nothing really happens. They said, let's keep in contact. Which yeah, is more that, of a business for Yeah, us. that doesn't really, that sounds like half a likey yeah. at most. Yeah. Uh, she did give him his car her card at the end. That felt very like formal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Email me. Yeah. The date after that, Natasha and Lewis, that's a So this the is Lewis. Boy. This is Lewis from, from last uh, week who described himself as, as Mark Wright and then he he took home or t- took to Fernando's <laughs> Natasha, who was the sister of Arge. Am I saying all of that right? Because I've never yeah. seen yeah, this program. Yeah, you said it all. So, and he is only interested in The Only Way is Essex? Yeah, is Yeah, this is a creepy, sinister date. He goes about this all wrong. All he does is neg her the entire time yeah. and ask her trivia about Take Me Out. And about her brother? It's... No, not about Take Me Out, about Tally. About, uh, about, about yeah. Tally, yeah. Yeah. It's so weird. It's yeah. so stalkerish. All he wants to do is get close to Arj. It's really creepy. And then she's pick, she picks up on it really quickly. And yeah. she's just like, I, ju- I think this guy is mm. literally just interested in my brother. I she think says, he'd rather think, be on a date with my brother. But I think he, I, it comes up a little bit misogynistic. It's not like banter negging. It's not like, it's like you say no. something a little bit mean, but like, and you encourage the other person to say something mean about you. I think no. if that, you're dating like that, mm. you're both being mean to each other. That's equal. That's fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is just being like really sharp and making her feel stupid. Well, he, no, he was taught he's... by his little brother who... Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's a <laughs> bad villain. influence. That's why this fucking kid's going to get his ass kicked. <laughs> I don't think that he was trying to be cruel. I think he genuinely doesn't see her as a person. Yeah. I think yeah. he just sees straight through it. And it's like, this is an opportunity to gather. What's that movie when the guy robs someone else's identity, kills him with an oar? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It oh. was like that. It was like it the was a big talent of Mr. Ripley. Like. They're like they're in Fernando's. He's gonna take her out on a boat and then like smash her to death with an oar and then become Arge. He is totally. Everyone will be Ripley. like, Arge is still here. And then Philip Seymour Hoffman will try and find out. Philip Seymour Hoffman's the guy who kills, right? Spoilers alert for Anthony Miguel's 1999 talent of Mr. Ripley. <laughs> you always know. There's when been a lot. Yeah, there's been a lot of spoiler um, spoilers. We'll just put this out as total content and then people will know. Which brings us to. <laughs> The last, the last guy who I think was great, man number four, Jamie Freddy Krueger. Jamie from Kent. Here comes, out comes the most hippie-looking white boy, just like this white dreads wearing. He's so chill. He looks like Pepsi. Kurt Cobain. It's a terrible look. He's yeah. got white long dreadlocks. He came dreadlocks, out. Black he, and white striped shirt. He came out to ska music. He was sipping a red stripe. <laughs> yeah, well, he might as well have. It, it was really. It was incredible. That would be a bold move. If I want to take, I think if you came down with a red shirt with the fucking tinny, if you came down the elevator with a tinny, yes, even if you get a total blackout, yeah, yeah, yeah. you still win. You got he, a tinny on the way back up. You know he what he was said? A chill monster. Paddy was like, I get a really good vibe off of you. And he just kind of half closed his eyes and went, I feel good, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, he was said, dropped an edible. He said, thank you, man. I feel good. I feel good. He came down and he just went, hello, goddesses and mermaids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Which I hated. Yeah. I love I hate it. whenever they try and do a strong statement of 
non-conformist loved... identity. Because I think he rehearsed that as well before yeah. going down. I was like, and I think he got it wrong. He's like, hello, mermaids and goddesses. That's, that rolls better. The sibilance is, hello, mermaids and goddesses. Mermaids and, mermaids goddesses. and goddesses. And he goes, like, hello, goddesses and mermaids. I think he meant to say hello. <laughs> oh, do you think this happens every time he just yeah, says hello he had to a anyone? brain fart of that whole god in his head. He's like, oh, idiot. Dumb. So like a policeman like roll, like pulls away. I was like, can you roll on your window, sir? I was like, hello, mermaids and goddesses. <laughs> yeah. But officer. Yeah. Step out of the car, please, sir. I love. Really beat with a billy club. I really <laughs> loved. I really oh. loved it because what I liked about it was that I was like, you are not the kind of guy that these girls go for, but you are being so yourself which is nice like it was just like he was unapologetic like he wasn't trying to please anyone it was just unapologetically himself yeah, in his vt think... it's just like i love yoga you know and it's just him like on a roof somewhere doing yoga yeah but there mm. are some points where i feel you have to apologize for who you are and try and be someone else i don't I think, think so take me out is that place he said i love yoga anywhere i can get groovy with my moves <laughs> <laughs> absolutely anywhere i can do that <laughs> he was a busker is there anywhere it raises the question to me where is he incapable of getting groovy with his moves is he does he find himself like on the central line and just be like oh, this is i can't do it here oh this is impervious to groove he, uh, th- there's a lot of lights that are turning off, but there's a couple of girls who still have the lights on, which I think they'll regret because after he does uh, his talent, which is a combination of football and yoga called Foga, which is just keep me uppy. It was keep me uppy. uppy, which has not been foreshadowed in no, any way. No, first he did a headstand, and then it was keep me yeah. uppy. It had elements. It was crossover. I mean, the ball uh, had a yin and yang on it. So, yeah. so did Foga. his. Um, so did his t-shirt on brand. He it makes, was a fusion. It was a fusion. There's concept. two girls left. He makes them both do uh, yoga poses, which... Oh, no, he, do, he makes them do foga. So they, do foga. they give them both a ball and are like, <laughs> go do it. And they're just... Well, what I liked was that they were both also... They were already confused by yoga. Well, they just do pin-up poses. They have absolutely mm. no idea what the fuck is going on. <laughs> it was so wonderful to watch both of them try and find a way to do this complex task yeah. while remaining sexy. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, I could just about do football or yoga and sort of flirt. But they were just completely baffled. But what's amazing is by the end, he picks Alison. Come full circle. From the beginning of the episode, who, mm. was, who was like, I'm not getting a date. They put her on the edge. She becomes one of the edgelords. And by the end of the episode, she gets a date. That's narratively very satisfying. Very cogent. I think it was... I no, was, uh, don't say it. I think, they, I think they know what they're doing. Ah! I, I think, think it was Keatsian. Keatsian. Hey, shut up a minute. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I think Paddy said he leaned in and said, like, you better pick Alison, you fucking nonce. You can't, you, can, you can't hear it, but like you can read his lips. Yeah, I saw uh, him holding up a They're all mic'd, sign. though. Well, yeah, the sound guy's going to turn it down. Yeah, the okay. mic's not hot. The sound guy's in on it. Oh, he's in on it? Oh, what an elaborate scheme. That's pretty simple. Get the sound guy involved. Okay. Yeah, the sound guy was holding up a... Well, anyway, <laughs> water balloon. It's a, it gets it gets a date, and uh, I can't wait. I can't... thing that Danny was holding. Lads, I can't wait to see what happens next week. Agreed. So let's do <laughs> let's do MVPs and villains. I'm just gonna go. Uh, my MVP was Farah, because she's great. <laughs> yeah, Patrick. Farah doesn't need to be uh, explained. My MVP was uh, Kim. You know, she <gasps> she was great. We lost her too soon. We only started to appreciate her, and then she, she went straight out of her palms like a like a feather. You only learned to appreciate, and it blew into the wind. And I said, oh, how am I gonna fill my pillows? 
Okay, we didn't need that simile. No, that, very, that resonated quite a lot. Um, <laughs> Nathan is hysterically sobbing. Yeah, <clears throat> quite your top. Uh, so I'm going to do a double header again this week. Uh, Ugh, stop sorry. doing that. I can't help it. Like, it's going to be two people. It is going to be Kim and Rob from London. I think theirs is a beautiful story and I cannot wait to see them have full penetrative sex next week. <laughs> yes, that's going to be great. Well, uh, villains. Let's and, and let's uh, make it snappy and uh, call them out immediately, please. Nathan. Villain. <laughs> Oxford English Dictionary defines villain. Ah, uh, chance to dream. Uh, <laughs> now, my villain this week is going to have to be uh, Top Shot Freddy Krueger. It's uh, Jamie from Kent. I cannot wait to defeat him in my dreams tonight. What? Foga Jamie? Yeah. He's your villain. Why is He's he your villain? villain? He's so chill. You gonna call it, him out? No one is trying to kill me in my dreams. Well, so you are call calling, him out then. Yeah. So I will see you tonight. I'm gonna go to sleep about 11 p.m. Yeah. Jamie, I'll see you in my dreams where I will finally defeat you, and you can no longer kill me and all my friends. Okay. And what's your social media? <laughs> so you can find me <laughs> in my dreams. You don't. You can just get me directly. But if you do want to sort of work out. When I go to sleep beforehand, you can get me on uh, at Twitter uh, at Mr. Darcy Roberts or on Instagram at Nathan Darcy Roberts, all one word. I'll see you in hell. <laughs> oh, dope, dope. Um, my villain of the week is Lewis. I'm calling out Lewis, the fake Mark Wright. Uh, I think he's a, cre- yeah, creepy, a creepy doppelganger. I don't think that's very respectful. I challenge you, Lewis, to a Mark Wright off. Um, and me and you are both, I'm going to learn everything about Mark Wright. And I guarantee I will inhabit the sensibility and aesthetic of the main character of The Only Way is Essex better than you. So if you think you're cool enough, accept my offer. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Patrick Spices. Insta is the same. Um, all that matters to me is uh, looking like Mark Wright. Great. Um, <laughs> I'm calling out Shanine. I'm calling out Shanine, uh, mean girl. I will be the Janice to your Regina George, and I will defeat you. Uh, uh, you can, <laughs> you can, uh, you can uh, comment on that if you want uh, at Mickey Oveman, and um, and maybe explain to me why you're being so mean, because um, I want to hear about it. Okay, so. Um, Good, good job, everybody. And I feel like uh, that was um, we took our time with that, and uh, it was good. It was good. Yeah, I feel good. So, listeners, I thank you great. so much for tuning in to another uh, uh, talk about Take Me Out. We will see you next week, where we can't wait to see uh, the most beautiful love story of our time, Robin Kim, uh, further bloom. Full pen. Full pen. Full pen. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Keep it sizzling. This podcast was brought to you by Mickey Overman, Nathan Darcy Roberts, and Patrick Spicer. Theme tuned by the very funny Ben Kavanagh. <laughs> <laughs>